You're listening to Faith and Family. I'm Sarah Golseth. It's October, which means our seminarians have been back in class for a little while and uh, their wives are settling or resettling or resettling again uh, into life at the seminary. And I have a lovely group of seminary wives joining me in studio today to talk all about what it's like to be a seminary wife and uh, find your way and and, uh, learn how to pack and repack and, and pack and move all over again. Uh, so thank you so much for joining me. I have Selena Haupt, who is the women's coordinator at the seminary. Thank yeah. you for joining me. Thank you for having us. And I also have, oh, I'll get these names right. I've got Pam. Thank you for joining me, Pam. Yes, thank you for having me. And Leah. Thanks, Leah, for being here. We're excited. <laughs> Your face is showing it. <laughs> We're on radio. Yeah. <laughs> no, nobody can see that. It's fine. <laughs> and Stephanie. And Stephanie, you've, you've joined us before. Yes, I have. So you've got a bit of a different story now to tell. <laughs> <laughs> so, Selena, first, um, tell me what you do as women's coordinator at the seminary. Yeah, so uh, about three years ago, Concordia Seminary um, developed a new program just to be more intentional about what we offer for um, the, the women and wives of the some students. And um, they developed a group called the Families and Transitions Team, realizing that seminary really is several transitions, one after another, uh, getting to the seminary and then vicarage and then eventually call. And so just to help encourage and equip wives during that time that they're um, at the seminary with their husbands, but um, but also to prepare them for life after seminary. So I, uh, I work with Dr. Tim Seleska and the Department of Ministerial Formation um, to kind of lead that program. Sure. And what kinds of, of uh, programs or classes do you provide for the women that are there? So we offer Tuesday night classes, um, and usually we have three different sessions throughout the year. And the class topics vary from, um, in fact, our class, our first opening class was Thriving in Transitions, just kind of <laughs> helping the gals that were coming back. We offer also offer um, a DISC assessment, which is the same assessment that the men take, mm-hmm. um, just to help women understand um, kind of how they're wired. Uh, we offer Bible studies, um, but just all types of things just to help uh, gals feel confident in, in who God's made them to be and, sure. and prepare them. Yeah. yeah, that's a very important work. Yeah, we and it's it's a it's wonderful work. The gals are just fantastic, and these ladies here are just awesome and uh, such a such a hoot to hang out with. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, is there is there a program that's been the most successful or enjoyable, or the one that everyone gets all all excited about? Oh, I don't know. What would you gals say? <laughs> I, w- I would say as far as classes, the the specific classes, the gals really do like the DISC class. Yeah. Um, I think it really helps them to learn about themselves and mm-hmm. can be really insightful for them, but also in their marriage, because we talk about um, what their husband's assessment is and then what is that, how does that play a part in their marriage? Um, so that would probably be the class. The gals also love the women's retreat and we do a lot of campus events. Once a month, we offer just different events and so I think it would be hard to say what everyone's favorite event is. It depends on who you ask. I think after, I mean, the DISC assessment was really good because mm-hmm. it, as you talked about, um, it gives you comparisons between if I'm this personality and Andy's this personality, my husband, um, how do those interact together and mm-hmm. we all label the personalities as birds so then everyone's walking around being like, well, I'm a dove and he's an owl and this yeah. is how we work together. Yeah. Um, 
So that's one of the repeat classes. But the one that I really appreciated was uh, it was like four weeks and each week was a different local pastor's wife just talking Mm -hmm. about the realities of ministry and Mm -hmm. what that does for family life and social life and how they how they do it. Yeah. Um, So it was a very practical um, look into their lives. Yeah, sure. Do you have a favorite, Leah? The first thing that's coming to mind for me is this happened. and I'm sure you'll probably do it again this year towards the end. Again, a practical thing where Selena and I think Ben also did it with you and you talked about finances and what that looks like for a pastor and taxes and, mm-hmm. you know, because coming from the outside, you have no idea sometimes, especially me. I never even thought about it, mm-hmm. that that kind of stuff would be different or important to think about or, yeah, you know, the different kinds of scenarios you might be walking into financially if there's a parsonage or mm-hmm. just different things like that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Pam? Uh, I really appreciated the DIS class. It's a total runner-up for me um, because it helped my husband and I just understand we've been married for about 13 years now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm adding a year. Actually, I think it's 12. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I, I'm terrible with my anniversary date. It's uh, okay. yeah, so um, for me, that was really beneficial to find out why we had a few stumbling blocks in our marriage and why they keep resurfacing. It's because of the way that we function um, within our own birds. But for me, what's coming to mind is the... Um, is the spiritual wellness class that I took last year. Um, we talked a lot about how to um, just really make sure that in each transition, you're considering your health, your mental wellness, your spiritual wellness, your um, finance, I'm sorry, all these other, mm-hmm. do you know? Do you remember what I'm talking about? I don't yeah, remember we, what the specific class was, but I right. really enjoyed. But we just, talked about the wellness wheel that, yeah. uh, that Concordia Health Plans uses and Grace Place uses and yep. just talked about making sure we look at all those types, especially during each transition because right. we can get out of sync. And yeah. So when you, when you move, it's really easy just to get caught up in the big scheme of moving mm-hmm. when in reality it's best to kind of look at the wheel and see um, what areas are really lacking within that transition so that you can help yourself and your family yeah. in those transitions. Sure. that That's a very uh, healthy thing to be aware of mm-hmm. as you move through all of these different experiences over four or five, or five years. Right. Um, yeah. 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 So uh, before we get too much further, uh, we need to know what year you all are. <laughs> <laughs> that might help make a little bit more sense out of this conversation. So Pam, uh, what what year is your husband and, and what was your journey to the seminary? Um, oh, that's a little question. Okay. <laughs> so the, the my short hu- version. Right. My husband is a second year and we are um, uh, second careers mm-hmm. as well. So my husband was an assistant prosecuting attorney. Um, and I ran a coffee shop ministry back in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Oh, so yay, Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> so um, our journey was basically um, God really put on our heart very quickly um, that he wanted us to further our mission in the ministry. And uh, he was the president of our congregation back at home. And like I said, I worked within the church as well. So it kind of felt silly to consider that because we were already doing it. Um, but he was very, um, he was very not really forceful, but consistent in speaking to us through sermons and through our friends and just weighing things on our heart. And um, I believe it started um, in June and and then it got really serious in, um, in the winter months in our consideration. And then, uh, yeah, we came actually that spring uh, and had, you know, a visit and mm-hmm. we signed up for that summer. So that was uh, quite a journey. Yeah. Yeah. What has that transition been like for you over the last couple of years? Um, it's a roller coaster, and 
I remember like talking to different pastors' wives and people within the ministry, and I remember getting really mad when they said it's a roller coaster ride. I'm like, what are you saying? <laughs> so for me, um, I used to get mad about that, but it really is because there are days that you are feeling confident that God is really working within your life, and you're feeling. Um, like you made the right choice for not only yourself, but your, for, for your family and for his mission. Um, but then there are other days where you're like, this is a joke, right? Like I'm going to wake up the next day and I'm going to be back at home and, and in our comfort zone. Um, so yeah, it really has been a roller coaster ride in that sense. But um, yeah, mostly good. Mostly good things. That's, that's good. That's good. So Leah, Leah, what about you? Uh, what year is your husband and what, what was your journey like uh, to seminary? Um, so we're just returning from Vicarage. So he is a fourth year mm-hmm. and um, like Stephanie will be here an extra year because he's also going to do the STM. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, Sam and I have known each other since high school. I don't know if we would be considered high school sweethearts, but we've been together since high school. And um, he is probably what you would consider a career and a half. Mm-hmm. He wasn't completely a second career, but he worked for Thrivent. Um for a couple years, and that was um, interesting for our family. <laughs> it's hard to work for Thrivent when you're in your early 20s, mm-hmm. I think, um, <clears throat> or to try and sell anything to older people when you don't have a full set of facial hair. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, we, we always knew that he would go to um, seminary. He wasn't always Lutheran. He was formerly Baptist and became mm-hmm. Lutheran as an adult. And... Um, our pastor back home finally just said in so many words, okay, it's time to go to seminary now. <laughs> and, uh, and he, and we did. And he, he's like, okay. And we kind of just decided and, mm-hmm. and here we are. Wow. There yeah. you go. Yeah. And, and where, where is home for you? South Florida. So you're, you're a ways from home. Yes. In very different weather. Yes. Like it's 50 degrees outside today. This is nice. You know, we did our vicarage in Omaha. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that it could be colder. Oh, yes. It can be here. a lot colder. Yeah. Uh, I didn't appreciate that about Omaha. Um, but yeah, the, today the weather's beautiful only because it's been 85 degrees. Right. In October. In October. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the last. Yeah. 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 It's been interesting. So yeah. what, what was that uh, transition into and out of vicarage like for you? Other than the weather. <laughs> um, it was rough for me. Mm-hmm. I really struggled. Sure. Um, I, I think, you know, one of the things we talk a lot about in, you know, educating the women about transitions is expectations. Mm-hmm. And um, those were not defined for me. I didn't even really know what they were until they weren't met. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes that happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, it, just part of growing up, you know, this has been the vehicle in which I've learned these lessons. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes they're hard, but I am more than grateful for the, for the way that it kind of panned out. Sure. And um, just kind of seeing how God just, you know, he's got it. I don't, there's no reason for me to, to worry. He had a plan all along and, yeah. you know, we panic at times. <laughs> <laughs> Say, oh my gosh, he's left me. <laughs> we, are, we are human. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you, are you looking forward to graduation or I guess that's another year down the road for you then if yeah, he's doing STM? Yeah, so we were, we were. I was always kind of like, yeah, no, I'm not interested in staying at the seminary longer. Mm-hmm. And when we got back from Vicarage, I just remember so vividly, we were cleaning out the van, vacuuming it. And I said, you know, I, I can kind of see us saying like another year. And he was like, what? I'm like, well, wait a second. It's your very way. You open that door. Yeah. He's like, you can't say stuff like that. And I'm like, well, I guess I really mean it. And, you know, it just 
that he really wants to do that. He wants to be able to teach at some point mm-hmm. um, if, yeah. if that opportunity presents itself. And, sure. Um, yeah, I'm excited now to be around a second year because St. Louis has has started to feel more like a home. Mm-hmm. That's and good. I want to be home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. After a couple of years, you can yeah get that feeling. I definitely, uh, you know, we're not necessarily supposed to nail things at the wall, but I definitely mounted my TV. <laughs> <laughs> Got to have some sense of permanence. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so Stephanie, what about you? Um, where what what was your journey to seminary and uh, I know we've been over that before but well, but it's a little different this year and it it is and I feel like sometimes that our seminary journey um, is just different because of how much we have not moved mm-hmm. um, this is Andy's fifth year at seminary but it's also our fifth year in St Louis so mm-hmm. we did local vicarage we didn't move away for that um, and then he's sta- he's staying this extra STM year. But the transition that I notice and is marked by staying is watching everyone leave. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I should have earmuffed you. Because <laughs> um, watching everyone leave after fourth year was really um, hard. Like mm-hmm. that was a hard transition for me. But coming up to seminary, the first six years of our marriage were marked by transitions. Mm-hmm. We lived in Minnesota after we got married and then we moved overseas and we lived in one country for two years and then we lived in another country for two years and then we moved to seminary and like mm-hmm. settled, which is so not what you're supposed to do at seminary. <laughs> um, but you've but got transitions down. Yeah, <laughs> so so that, that, yeah. So Andy always knew that he was going to um, be in ministry again. Like we're not quite old enough for second career and he did ministry that entire time. So is it really second career? It's just an evolution of the same career. Um, So he always knew seminary. And then eventually while we were on the mission field, someone said to him, like, it's, it's time. You need to go to seminary and like, just get that done. Yeah. And then he stayed for an extra year. (laughs) Getting it done. (laughs) Super serious this time. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to do it, you might as well. Yeah. And again, let's do the fifth year. Yeah. And he, he also has, um, he would love to be a, a professor or a teacher somewhere if the mm-hmm. opportunity arose, which is, I can't not support that. So. Sure, sure. Are, are you looking forward then to uh, to graduation in the spring? Um, that's a big unknown <laughs> for you now. It yeah, is, yeah it's been a really big unknown. I really like my job. I've been oh, yeah. um, mm-hmm. working here for over three years now. Um, I love my coworkers. So the thought yeah. of leaving all of that is hard for me and I know that everyone goes through it um, but since we've been in one place for so long mm-hmm. um, I, I, it is just an unknown mm-hmm. it, I feel like we could end up anywhere domestically um, possibly internationally and that's just there's there's so many unknowns right now that call day in the future is just kind of like ah, I'm not gonna think about it yet <laughs> still, got, still got a few more I gotta get through like the seminary interviews yet and maybe I'll start thinking about it <laughs> That is that is true. Um, what's what's been your favorite part of seminary life? Anything? The coffee across the street at Caldi's? I don't know. Um, <laughs> the park? The people? What what's been the best part of this experience for you? We'll start with Pam. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you can have multiple too. It's okay. Um, so I grew up in Michigan. Uh, it took me about. 20 minutes to get anywhere, um, and unless you were talking gas station. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's really been a joy to walk to uh, a lot of places. Yes. Um, and while you walk to a lot of places, you run into all your best friends. Like, um, I love 
that, uh, you know, I get to see women as they're pulling, you know, like getting out of their car from their day. And I'm like, hey, honey, how was your day? <laughs> so that's been really fun. And like, I get to run into Leah. She's her, um, her apartment's not far from mine. So um, I can tell when she's not feeling well and, and when I'm off too. So we kind of, you know, it's been nice to like be in life together and mm-hmm. just kind of running into each other. So um, that's been my favorite part. It's just the community and the mm-hmm. localness of it all. Sure. What about you, Leah? Um, kind of similarly. Um, I was just talking to my husband about this the other day. It's kind of funny how we look at our children now in 2017 and we say, oh, all they do is play video games and they're always inside and yada, yada. And at the seminary, if you have little kids, they are outside all the time, mm-hmm. playing outside, riding their bikes. We have a little area, cul-de-sac, um, we call it the circle. <laughs> and the kids just ride their bikes in the circle around the circle. And um, there are always children that I cannot identify in my home. I don't know where they came from. And I've learned if I'm not feeling well, I need to lock the door because they will just walk right in. And it's wonderful. In the beginning, I was like, this is weird. But I just, I really feel like we're getting a picture of like maybe how it was for our parents when we were growing up, you know, and just Mm -hmm. playing outside and kickball and mm-hmm. having that neighborhood having a neighborhood yeah you know and i'm i that's something i will really miss mm-hmm. when we leave yeah it's safe yeah mm-hmm. well you never know where you end up mm-hmm. or maybe you might be able to rebuild that somewhere else hopefully i won't be living on the seminary <laughs> in the woods <laughs> for the rest of my life <laughs> fair enough fair once enough. you graduate at some point your husband yeah. will graduate at some point right? he's gonna be like what about a phd <laughs> oh my <laughs> Careful, careful what you say here. That's right. That's right. <laughs> what about you, Stephanie? Um, well, I'm a little different. I don't live on campus. Um, we live just off campus, and we don't have kids. Um, but I love the community because um, you have to be a little bit. I don't want to say that you guys aren't intentional about community, but like I have to put myself out there more to make community happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've really, really loved that. It's been so nice. And this is probably like the biggest fear in the future um, after call day is it's been so nice to be around such a great group of women who get this stage of life and Mm -hmm. get what it means to be in ministry and to follow your husband. And, um, and it's just been, it's enriching to, to talk about it, invent about it and pray about it together. Um, And that's really been like the, the, the Bible study I had last year was we were all in the same boat, um, like the same year. And it was, it was just really nice to have that together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love St. Louis far more than I ever thought that I would. <laughs> Besides the humidity in October, I love St. Louis. <laughs> it does grow on you. Yeah. 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 I'm, in, I'm in that boat too. Um, so how important is, you mentioned Bible study, how important is that time in the word for, for all of you? Obviously your husbands are are all, you know, learning all about the stuff in seminary, uh, the, the classes for them, but how important is that for you guys to have that time together in the word? I would say for me, um, it's so important to do that with people that are not learning academic theology. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really refreshing to like get the women together and be like, we don't have to talk about like the theology of things or like pretend that we're um, on the same level as our husbands because sometimes they'll just, I mean, my husband does this where he'll just talk to me about his classes and like it might be based in the Bible and it's really good information, but it's very academic. And so for me, it's just refreshing to have like a pure study time where it's not academic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I've been really blessed. Um, lately, I've been doing a um, 
a study with a gal who um, graduated last year, so her fourth year. So we um, have been reading a book and really diving into, um, you know, what it means to be a, a wife in ministry, um, mm-hmm. just being alongside of our husband and uh, challenging each other that way um, about what what the word has to say on, you know, living this kind of life. Sure. What about you, Leah? Um, it's really important and it's, it's been invaluable to do it alongside of, like Stephanie said, people Mm -hmm. that are in the same boat as you. There's a level of like vulnerability that that requires also, Mm -hmm. which can Mm -hmm. be very difficult when you're, those relationships change every year, Mm -hmm. you know, where you're not really with another class more than one year, Mm -hmm. um, at any time. So, um, learning and embracing vulnerability in those settings, um, has been it's very hard, but it's been like, I might cry. It's been like <laughs> it's the right. most rewarding mm-hmm. thing, being willing right. to have those relationships. Yeah. Sure. So last year yeah. I met a, a, a woman um, and we actually joke now, it, I think it took less than nine months for us to feel like we were thick as thieves. Um, and I think God really works that in your heart because he challenges you to step outside of your comfort zone mm-hmm. um, because you are in a state of transition. like. For my life right now, I'm going to be moving every year for the next three years. Yep. That is the reality. Mm-hmm. So I can bunker down and try to protect myself from everything and feel lonely or connect with these women and grow stronger in the word and, and just really challenge each other. Mm-hmm. Sure. Is there a piece of advice that a uh, a, a former seminary wife or, or a current pastor's wife, um, I know Stephanie, you talked about, about learning things from other pastor's wives. Is there a piece of advice that really sticks in your head from somebody that, that maybe told you something before you moved to seminary or or maybe now that you've been there for a little while has, has kind of resonated with you a little bit? I, when I was in Omaha on Vicarage, I was in therapy and everybody's like sick of me hearing this because I say it all the time, but it was really great and I really... I really enjoyed it. And um, something that the lady that I was working with said, you know, we worked a lot on vulnerability and relationships and, um, you know, it was just simple, just love anyway, you Mm -hmm. know, opening yourself up, um, knowing that probably potentially it's going to hurt. Um, And so I just kind of will say that to myself, just Mm -hmm. love anyway love anyway like I know there's there's fear here there's fear here there's whatever not with you specifically (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) but um putting that into practice and I have to do it every day because Mm -hmm. you know relationships are hard Yeah. yeah yeah I think the best advice I got was um that you're gonna meet women who make it really hard to leave the church and that is on both ends one because they're great friends and you you integrate yourself with their lives so so deeply because of the word and because of the spiritual connection that you make within it um but also they're going to be women who are so strong in the church that it's easy to leave them when god calls you somewhere else because they're strong enough to handle it and they know that even though they have to leave and it's not really what they want to do because it's because god is calling them away that those women who are strong enough within the church um, can really hold the church in its vulnerability because that's what happens in transitions of pastors moving away. So I think that was probably the best advice I got is just be ready to meet those women. Mm-hmm. And um, Leah actually just taught a class on this, but one of the things coming in four years ago was um, 
being aware that like my private self is not the same as someone's public self, mm -hmm. which we talked about a lot when we were missionaries and what you see on, on Facebook from missionaries is different than like the reality of the life they live. So we learned that lesson overseas, um, but it's true here too. And so like pushing yourself beyond public perception to be vulnerable and create the community that you need to, um, to thrive here was really important. Sure, sure. Um, we've got about 30 seconds left. What, uh, what one thing are you looking forward to most this year? Call day. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> Not being, having to do interviews anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Knowing, yeah. knowledge. Yeah, yeah. The well, classes, yeah, I the think classes? for me. Um, I just really enjoy learning more um, of the classes that Selena sets up with the women's group. Sure. What about you, Leah? I, I'm just the same, you know, just continuing to be with people that I like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's good that you like them. I, it <laughs> is. Let me tell you, it is. Just because I'm excited for call a day doesn't mean I don't like people. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of what I thought. And I'm Fair enough. enough. Fair enough. Just <laughs> well, we're all out of time, ladies. Thank you so much, Selena, Pam. Leah and Stephanie, thanks so much for being my guests today and joining me in studio and blessings on the rest of your year at seminary. Thank, Thank you. you. You've been listening to Faith and Family, produced by Worldwide KFUO, the official broadcast ministry of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Your support is vital for this program to continue. To learn about giving opportunities, call Mary at 314-996-1518. Or you can make a gift safe, secure, and easily online at kfuo.org. Thank you for listening and supporting Faith and Family on Worldwide KFUO.